Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. As a true football fan, you already know every weekend our favorite Gridiron Warriors put their skills to the test. So why aren't you doing the same? MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They also have all the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. We're on Earth, in case you guys didn't know. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, like Caleb the Greek, pick your locks for the week. Put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come together, the rewards will be huge. They will be huge. Take it from the Greek. Best part is, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. You don't have to be Wolfgang Amadeus Einstein to know this is a smart move. Use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. So visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And possibly laid. This is the Mazzotcast. Howdy, Tiger fans, and welcome to the Mazzotcast. I'm your host, Brendan Anthony, president and founder of the TJ Mo Fan Club. Colin Anthony is with us. What's up, dum-dums? And coach Elia Drinkowitz's personal secretary, Caleb Bungart. Hello, kids. Well, we've had a lot happen in the last couple of weeks. We've uh, we probably owe you guys a podcast. I mean, last time we talked to you, we were in the midst of a coaching search. Uh, Missouri had just finished its season beating Arkansas and then finding out that we could not go to a bowl because of the NCAA's ineptitude and uh, a lot of ups and downs. And then what do we have? But we have a coach in the form of Elia Drinkowitz of Appalachian State. Guys, uh, what are your initial thoughts on the new coach of Drinkowitz? I am super, super stoked because I initially thought it was Alan Dershowitz, and I thought that guy's not a good candidate for a coach. Yeah, he doesn't. No, he not, not a good coach at all, I don't think. <laughs> no, yeah. I hadn't heard a single good thing about him, as, at least as a coach. Yeah, well, I hadn't heard of any football acumen whatsoever, but <laughs> Eliad Drinkowitz does have a record as a football coach, and he was with that Auburn team when they won the national championship, if I recall. Well, by the transitive property, where they call it, I mean, he's going to win a national championship in Mizzou, right? Well, it worked for Kansas with less miles. <laughs> sure it did. The crazy thing to me, I think, about this entire coaching search process, it's the second time since we've been doing the Mazadcast that there's been a searching coach, the first time coming off of a firing. And one thing I noticed was it sent this entire fan base 
into a state of absolute fucking panic. Yeah, we did not take it well. <laughs> I mean, we, we we obviously had been saying that Barry Odom's tenure here had been fraught and that at the end of this season when he went 6-6 six and six with a team that should have gone 10-2, and two, that we were ready to see Barry Odom go. I, I mean, we weren't calling it from the rooftops or anything, but we were eager to see a change happen, right? I think that was pretty much the stance of the Mazzodcast. Yes, I agree. At least Derek Dooley get the fuck out of there. <laughs> exactly, at least that. And uh, Jim Sturk made a bold decision. He pulled the trigger, got rid of Barry Odom. Lots of rumors swirling around about how it happened and why and what the next process would be. But the crazy thing was that the fan base was pretty loudly against Odom. Then Sturk fired him, and it got leaked out to Dave Matter, the Post-Dispatch, all the big press box super friends that... uh, Meanwhile, back with the press box super friends. There was a lot of confusion going on in the office that uh, Stark had presented three names to the board of curators and that uh, nobody was too impressed. There was no uh, sizzle on that steak, I guess, so to speak. Well, I don't know about how you feel, Caleb, but I, I certainly wasn't impressed with that list. I mean, the, the Blake Anderson guy sounded okay, but Monk and fucking uh, Holtz? Fuck that. You know what I mean? One of those guys runs a fucking triple option horse shit no offense. No wants to watch the triple option. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and Skip Holtz, I mean... Fuck, you talk about a fucking non-sizzle retread shit burger. I mean, the 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 only upside was the Anderson guy because he was sort of, an, uh, you know, he'd had success at Arkansas State. He was sort of a young, unknown. I was like, well, I can get behind that, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I kind of agree with the curators. It was not – and I was – Oh, that sucks. Well, the thing that it did that was interesting to me was that it turned the fan base insane. I mean, they immediately <laughs> went crazy and yep. said, Jim Sturt doesn't know what he's doing. We've got to fire Jim Sturt now. We've fired our head coach. Let's fire our athletic director. <laughs> sure. And um, makes all the sense in the world. People went crazy, and then they started attacking all the people who wanted to have Odom gone, including us. Yeah. And it's like, you're idiots. You look at what Odom's done. And they started repeating all the same bullshit that was bad statistics a week yeah. ago, but now all of a sudden meant he should have kept his job. And I'll tell you what, all three of those guys, Guys on Stark's original list, they may not be that exciting, but they could have all gone six and six this year with his team. Yeah, sure. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. for, fuck it, the guy had a bad, bad year, and it capped off a bad tenure. The decision was made, and I think it was the right one. Then they pulled Drinkwitz out of the cap, and all of a sudden everybody's happy again. Drinkwitz is our guy. We're stoked for Mizzou football again. Stark made a good hire, got himself a home run. Blah blah blah. It reminds me very, very much of when Tennessee had an absolute shitstorm when they started to cr- hire that Shiano guy. Then all the uh, Penn State stuff followed him, and they ended up with Pruitt. Just the roller coaster of emotions from the fan base, and I think. Is this all took place within a week's time. People went nuts. Yeah, we turned into a menstruating sorority girl. Our fan base <laughs> did for a short time. Yeah. Did Some, you see the interview yesterday at the basketball game, uh, Drinkowitz with uh, Sunvold and whoever the fuck else it is. I mean, John Sunvold sat there with a full-on heart on the entire time. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah. No, you, I mean, you really should look it up. I think part of what made everybody go crazy is like there, because there was this fr- the fringe rumors, as there always are, but, you know, there was the fringe rumors of uh, Sterk and uh, Barry Odom that basically were fighting each other every step of the way. Like, you know, Sterk was swinging a chain and Barry Odom had a bat with a nail through it and they were going at it every chance they got. And uh, all the rumors you heard made it sound very contentious. Mm-hmm. Well, and obviously it was a lot of rumors. I mean, because yeah. the, the message boards went crazy. We put what we went out, you know, we put what we'd hear. And if it was wrong, we got eaten alive by people, you know, which is fine, whatever. You know, we're, we're, <laughs> well, you were very wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, so, no, but I mean, it's just wild. It's hard to believe. 
believe it was a week. It lasted just one week mm -hmm. and everybody went absolutely bonkers. And I can tell people went crazy about it because I put something about in Drinkowitz's press conference, his initial press conference, he put mm -hmm. out there about how we were going to win the Sun Belt. I mean, yep. I mean, SEC. And I put on there, well, that's going to live a long time, whether we like it or not. They're not trying to insult our new head coach, but to say like, obviously when Knoxville people or Tennessee or whatever, yeah, gonna see him say he's going to win the Sun Belt. As soon as we lose a game to them, they're going to march that out there. Maybe you could win a Sun Belt, whatever. I'm not saying our guy's bad. We like our guy, but I'm just pointing this out. And fuck, people came after me and I'm like, but who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? It's just, it's just a good speech. I'm like, Calm down. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going after the new coach. Yeah. I'm just saying he said Sun Belt when he meant SEC. We, we turned, Everybody dial it down. Yes, yes. Uh, the coaching church turned into politics at some point, where everybody just had dug into a position, and they were just they were unreasonable about all of it. I will say one thing about social media: it has made fans of the same team hate each other. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Other. You know what I mean? There used to be a time where Mizzou fans hated Kansas fans. Now Mizzou fans hate other Mizzou fans. Well, and it's easy to hate like the uh, press box super friends too, especially the more sanctimonious ones. You know, sure. used to the press I'll didn't have them. a didn't have a fucking platform to talk down to the fan base on a regular basis. But now they can just get on their blog anytime they want. <laughs> Yeah, and be like, you guys are idiots. And uh, God, and TJ Moe fucking basically lobbying for a job with Barry Odom. I mean, it's... Oh, he is lobbying it is for a job. pandering. Yeah. TJ Moe, the guy who spent all year long telling us we were all stupid as fans because Barry Odom was going to turn the ship around. Barry Odom is now fired, and that looked like the worst take in the world. And we still get shit for reminding people yeah. that TJ Moe is terrible. Old loyal, true son Barry Odom went straight to work for Arkansas. So give me a fucking <laughs> break. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that guy is bleeds black and gold. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get paid a lot of money, and good for him. We hope, wish him well and everything. Yeah, for but, sure. But we've made fun of TJ Moe, and people are like, TJ Moe was a wide receiver for us. He's a defender or he's a true son blah 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 leave him alone I'm like no 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 TJ Moe has sucked for a long time <laughs> ever since he turned on his own team yeah when he took his teammates to task James Franklin um, a million of those guys he just they all hate him they, mm -hmm. and they hate him because he's a douchebag yeah and we're not going to stop saying TJ Moe's a douchebag he won games for us great mm -hmm. but I mean TJ Moe's a douchebag yeah it's like that meme that guy sitting at a table and it's you just you just change the sign that's the meme you know mm -hmm. and mine would be TJ Moe's a douchebag bag changed my mind because it right. would be that's I my mean, good luck 
Yeah. He, Good luck. Yeah. Uh, spend, spend 20 minutes on his Twitter profile, <laughs> you know, and tell me that, you know. Not everybody that went to school at Missouri ends up being a good person. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, Caleb. Not everybody I mean, played for Mizzou. Like, when we're looking for a basketball coach, I don't see people lobbing Ricky Clemens' name out there. <laughs> like that. He's a true son. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Michael Washington played football at Mizzou. He also uh, looked up little girls' skirts. So, you know, you don't have those guys come back and coach your ball program. <laughs> Some people are douchebags. Well, right. I, I honestly think it's going to take, I don't know how many years, but it's going to take a long time for this university and its fan base is going to be comfortable with any more true son hires. Yeah. Between Kim Anderson and Barry Odom, we have been put through the fucking true son meat grinder. We've been burned a little oh, bit. Oh, my God, burned. Yeah. It took a blowtorch to our nutsack. I mean, good Lord. I'm ready for a fake son and that's what we're getting <laughs> yeah. drink with who clearly obviously doesn't know anything about missouri he doesn't know that we're in the sec and he also didn't know i don't know if you kept hearing he kept saying he wanted to recruit the cod did you hear that caleb uh, i think he was referring to the cape he, people yeah, were telling cape him you need to get down to cape gerardo get to the cape get to the cape i guess cape cod cape something yeah. he kept calling it the cod which i don't think is going to be the first step in getting a bunch of cape kids up to missouri <laughs> well, <can't> but, hurt. <laughs> but who cares i mean that kind of stuff whatever he's going to learn that in the first well, couple months and then he's not going to say he, it again his Obviously, he's an offensive mind. He's a ball of enthusiasm. I think. I think what he sort of his appeal is that he is a ball of enthusiasm. I mean, we've had a very conservative, very low key, very monotone program for four years, and here's a guy who is obviously a lot of fun, very high energy, looking for an opportunity. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are like, "Well, we got a guy stepping stone, stepping stone, stepping stone." Yeah, you're right. It is this guy has four great years at Mizzou. He's going to turn that in. He gets to the college football playoffs. He's not going to be at Mizzou anymore. But does that mean you don't want to go to the college football playoffs? Does that and think about how much better what a better situation you are to hire the next coach if the guy before him got you to a point where you're competitive at the championship level, where you've he's infused your program with so much talent. I mean, who th- that job looks a lot more a lot better. So I'll take him if 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 you can give me Drinkwitz and I only get him for four years and he has tremendous success. Sign me up. Yeah. The other thing, or about, we could be six and six with Barry Odom for eternity. That's what we. <laughs> yeah. Here's what we know we can get out of Barry. This is not. This is not Tom Osborne world anymore. Yeah. You know, guys like that. They guys don't go to universities and just stay there for thirty years. No. Paterno, Osborne, they don't do that. It doesn't happen. The most successful coaches of our reign, you know, Saban been around. Saban was at LSU, went to mm-hmm. Miami, came back to Alabama. You talk about all these guys move around. They get they, they get a losing season, get heart troubles, and then move on to another <laughs> team. That's yeah. Really good. yeah, they get the Urban Meyer fainting goat syndrome. Yeah, that's but, right. You know, Urban Urban went from Utah to Florida to Ohio State. I mean, that <laughs> to the Cowboys like, probably. I would take him. If oh, in a heartbeat. If you say you can have Urban Meyer for five years and he'll never coach you again. I'll take him. Yeah. Well, that's like, think about somebody like Malzahn, who is creeping up on being at some place for a long time. Jesus Christ, the guy's got to fight for his job every single year. You know what I mean? Like, All he just, does is beat Alabama. Yeah. The years, these, these, this, this idea that we're going to get another Gary Pinkle, or, or anybody for that matter, that's going to stay that long is probably just foolhardy. I mean, you got to win games now. That's what it's all about. That's I mean, right. The the thing that drives me crazy is how passionate everybody gets and mad at each other, as I was mentioning. But they all seem they all act like they're experts on these fucking coaches in the Sun Belt. Nobody has watched a goddamn game that Drinkowitz coached until he was on the name of the hot list, you know. And but everybody picks their guy like they are experts in these coaches. I can't hushes. believe how they don't know how people are ready to protect and and defend mediocrity. 
Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, obviously, yeah, they were like, we went six and six. How you want to, you want to do better than that? And I'm like, you want to know why there's only one Jeff Bezos? Because the rest of the world's a bunch of fucking idiots who like TJ Moe and think fucking six and six is okay. Because there's only a few people that really strive for it. The rest of us are all just hoping that we're six and six, I guess. Can you all name a coach that played for a university that went back and coached them and did lots of national championships, won tons of games, was very successful? Off the top of your head right now, is there one out there you can Was Osborne a Nebraska guy? Osborne. What about Spurrier? Did he, he didn't win a championship. He was at Florida. Florida though. He was at Florida. He won a Heisman back. Trophy at, at Florida. But he didn't know a championship. He coached in the, uh, the fake NFL for a while before <laughs> sure. he went to Florida and went to other places and went back. That is one you could name off, yes. Yeah. Scott Frost at Nebraska, he's having worlds of success, right? And they suck. The black shirts are gone. Yeah. Yeah, just because you had success at a university as a player. Yeah, I that's mean, right. It doesn't guarantee that you're going to be good, but fans are going to like them. You're going to have that on your side. You got to take a shot. Oh, I mean, think about Scott Frost. He was so hot. Everybody wanted Scott Frost. Oh my God, he's so Hansel, so hot right now. Hansel, so hot right now. Hansel. Anyway, <laughs> and, and now nobody, nobody had him. And it's the same with Barry Odom. Like literally, re-upped him last year because Louisville was sniffing around. Right. And now he's a turd burger who got shit canned and is playing. Is going to be the defensive coordinator for the worst team in the SEC. Yeah. Sir, <laughs> that's something I also wanted to talk about. We weren't the only ones to get a new coach. Obviously, there were three SEC schools. Ole Miss got themselves a man in uh, Lane Kiffin. He got yeah. they got their guy. I, I am excited to see Lane Kiffin with the fastest quarterback on the planet of Earth. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm glad we are uh, not having to face this Lane Kiffin Ole Miss team. God, think about the year. dichotomy there. You got Lane Kiffin, uh-huh. and a, f- a few years ago you had Hugh Freeze. <laughs> I mean, you talk about. Well, I think the Venn diagram definitely overlaps at the horse part. You know what I mean? You got the Bible on one side, you got cocaine on the other, but there's a definite Venn diagram overlap at whores. I just, I I really look forward to every year seeing a Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban handshake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could care less who wins the game. I just want to see them meet at the 50. I know everybody says the fact that Lane Kiffin fucked Saban's daughter is just a malicious rumor, but God, I hope it's true. Yeah. I, I don't look at it as a rumor. I look at it as absolute fact. <laughs> Just like McIlwain fucking that shark in, in a Mazadcast world. <laughs> that's written in stone. That's, that's what happened. happened. <laughs> yes. Hey, you know, there was a hot second where people were talking about bringing McIlwain here and during the coaching session. Hey, I liked McIlwain, honestly. I thought he was I a good coach. I don't know. I thought he was a l- little boring. I mean, talk about Barry Odom being very conservative. And I think one thing we needed to do was get people excited because, mm-hmm. we, you know, we've had, a, and Sturt mentioned it whenever they fired Odom, was they put $100 million dollars into that south end zone we'd like to have some people in it yeah. you know and uh you know, I think- Sturk made a i mean Sturk when Sturk's announcement basically said why barry Odom was fired you know and that was like we had a lot of enthusiasm going the season and he squandered it <laughs> yeah and it was an accurate statement yes i think if you're going to judge the three coaching hires in the sec for me well First of all, I'd like to say that uh, everybody thinks they know what's going to happen, and it's all bullshit because when Tennessee hired Butch Jones, that was supposedly a home run hire, and we all Mm -hmm. saw how that turned out. So everybody who talks home run hire, they can go shove it up their ass because nobody knows until some games are played. Yeah, that's the whole point, yeah. But as far as – definitely as far as getting attention, Lane Kiffin was the number one hire. I think Drinkowitz definitely got people at Mizzou excited. And this Pittman guy at Arkansas, first of all, he's never been a coordinator before. Mm -hmm. He's never been a head coach before. And he's got a slogan. And he's got his own 
catchphrase, and he seems to be completely fucking nuts. Yeah, he's uh, he's an offensive lineman coach. They're all fucking. (laughs) That's true, but I mean, he has a fucking catchphrase. How like a cartoon? How toxic is Arkansas that this is the this is the choice? This is the guy. They seem to be really happy about it. Oh my god! Well, they're tickled pink about it. I mean, though. Everybody was talking after his Paul Feinbaum interview about uh, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they just found out about sliced bread two years ago in Arkansas. So this is a big <laughs> fucking <laughs> They don't know how to use that Iron Kid's bread to make meth sandwiches up till just no, a short time ago. Know. Well, you know, that the, the only the only real knock on Drinkwitz I've heard is that he, he was a head coach for one season, which is fine. I didn't want a guy cutting his teeth for his first year, for a first head. I mean, so he'd been a head coach, but he also only had one successful season with somebody else's players mm-hmm. and that's the my only real concern is like you know it doesn't he doesn't doesn't say much for recruiting when you've only done it for one season with somebody like else's a players four year old sit in the living room and trying to recruit kids i yeah. do too and I, especially a guy like him who is obviously very enthusiastic he's gonna he's gonna get kids excited well and you know people who miss barry odom people that really like barry odom they would say well i hate to see him a true son go i hate to mm-hmm. see a guy who's such a good guy go I hate to see a guy who the players like so much go you know what i don't hear anybody say man i'm gonna miss that recruiting prowess of barry odom <laughs> you know <laughs> god damn i'm gonna miss, well, miss I, that I, killer I, instinct in the fourth quarter well yes, barry I, odom. I, I haven't heard anybody say i'm gonna miss his coaching acumen either you no, know what I mean? exactly like, well that's what i'm saying so people like barry odom for some good reasons he's a good guy and whatnot well, but i don't know that what we're getting could is going to be any worse. He'd been easier to like if he hadn't run straight to Arkansas. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I don't blame a guy for trying to make a little money. I don't and either. It, there's I an just... SEC job open. Clearly, after Memphis filled that role it, for their head coaching spot, Arkansas was the direction he was likely to head. Mm-hmm. But uh, that does mean that we play now Barry Odom every year. I'm fine with that. Me too. Well, the Arkansas well, guys are like, oh, you're going to have a tough time scoring on us now that we got your head coach. And I'm like, did you watch our defenses the last few years? Because well, I can tell you this much. You can throw on his corners. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be able to do a whole lot else, but you will fucking throw the ball. Well, I'll tell you what. He's got, you know, uh, Jordan Elliott's a second team All-American on all, the defensive line. And we had uh, Cale Garrett and Nick Bolton at, at linebacker. I'm going to say that those guys had slightly more to do with it than the schematics of one Barry Odom because <laughs> yeah. we sucked up until that point. Yeah, we did have, and, and that's we're going to have to take our first break. When we come back, one of the things we haven't talked about is the sheer volume of players who have left, um, who weren't seniors but mm-hmm. are trying to get drafted in the NFL. Don't know why, but uh, yeah. the, the one upside to Barry still being at Arkansas is we'll have an opportunity to interview him at least once a year. Yeah, you know, oh, we'll I hope. Before those Arkansas games, we're going to want to talk to Barry. I mean, he's going to have some inside dope for us. I'm going to tell you guys, he's been calling me a lot, texting me a lot. And I don't think there are going to be any less Barry Odom on the phone with us now that he's not our head coach. Because he's he's very eager to talk. Mm. He's only like 300 miles away. You know he's making that triple. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you this, too. Even though he got the boot. Yeah. he didn't seem the least bit sad. He was no. as upbeat as ever. You can't keep Odom down. <laughs> Nothing seems to affect that guy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, why don't we take our first break, come back, and let's talk about Kiffin and Pittman and those MU players who've left. And, of course, we'll have a round of Kansas news for you. This is the Mazzotcast. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor. Who is it? Well, they're called Manscaped. And oh, I know, I know this product. Yeah, they sent us some stuff, didn't they? Yeah, we shaved our sweet salty balls with them. I'll tell you what, they have good stuff. I shaved and I found a tattoo I forgot I even had. <laughs> <laughs> They're the number one men's below-the-belt grooming company in America. My balls are so soft. <laughs> who, 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 who
Who's the governing body who decides this, by the way? I don't know, but I, I believe what they're telling me. Manscaped has redesigned its electric trimmer. It's called the Lawnmower 2, and it has proprietary skin-safe technology, so the trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's a zero-turn mower. It gets the job done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's scrote safe. That's guaranteed. But I can't tell you how many lacerations my ball sack used to have before we got Manscaped. Well, you shouldn't have been using that bullwhip, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. In my defense, it was a rusty lawnmower blade. But either way, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. Best day one stuff. Act now and you can get 20% off and free shipping. Just use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the right job. Your balls will thank you. And we are back. This one's called Boundaries. It's from the artist Illiteracy featuring Wans. Send your music into the Mazodcast at Mazodcast at gmail.com. We'll get it on the air for you. We talked a lot of drink of wits in the first segment of the show, but uh, and a little bit about Lane Kiffin, but uh, I do want to focus on now Sam Pittman, the new head coach at Arkansas. Not for anything that he's done in the past. He was a Georgia offensive line coach, as Caleb mentioned. I just think he's nuts, yep. and I think it's going to be a crash and burn situation, and I want to mm-hmm. call it early because it is December of 2019. <clears throat> Next year, I think his team is going to be crazy undisciplined, wacko, like – I think there's going to be some nut job shit coming out of Arkansas. Keep in mind, they went two and nine this year. The best coach, and you take Saban, I don't think he turns the team around in one year. This crazy Pittman guy who likes to yell, yes, sir, into the microphone. I don't think he's well, going to fix only, it. Well, it only goes one of two ways. It goes crash and burn or it goes Ed O. What if he turns into Ed Ogeron? I, I don't know. Ed O is definitely the exception to the rule, if you ask me. <laughs> That's a terrible catchphrase, too. Oh, it is. Like- it's the worst. I mean, it's I mean not- the only thing that could be worse is, you know, like, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Like that. Yes, sir. He sounds like some fucking. Yes, sir. <laughs> Good Lord, it sounds like some sort of <laughs> redneck comedy tour fucking catchphrase. It does. He looks like amalgam of all the redneck comedy. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he might be a redneck. Yes, sir. And his eyes go crazy. I mean, it, he looks like, I don't know, it looks like he's going to have a coronary artery explode at any moment. Well, well that's perfect for Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really Brett. is. I know, but he's not going to be successful. He's calling the hogs there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying right now, three years. I give him three years before Arkansas gives him the boot. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I'm saying this, keep down. in mind, 12 December 2019. That's the end of Sam Pittman. His coaching career is over. <laughs> I just cursed us to watch SC, um, Arkansas win the SEC West now. Yeah, no shit. He'll get fired, and Jerry Jones will make Jason Garrett come coach Arkansas. Mm. Oh, God. That's his punishment for fucking over the Cowboys all those years. <laughs> yeah. It sounds awful. Yeah. Now, do you guys think Lane Kiffin can win at Ole Miss? Yeah, I think anybody I think, can win that fucking I think quarterback. Lane Kiffin can win anywhere, really. Yeah. I, I mean, I know Colin loves the quarterback, and he is the fastest thing ever. ever. But – He's so one dimensional at this point. I mean, the, the what yeah, Kiffin's right. going to have to get him I, to do. I guess is, I'm. I guess I'm. I'm just assuming that he's a freshman, and they'll yeah. teach him to throw a football. And if they yeah. can teach that kid to throw a football, Jesus, titty fucking Christ, yeah. that kid is fast. Well, I was watching the egg ball, that crazy egg ball, the piss and miss bowl, 
And uh, one thing he sort of incorporated into his game was he would start to take off like he was going to run, and everybody would be like, oh, shit, he's running. And then he would just flip it over the yeah. coming defender. And, it, I mean, it was indefensible if he could do it, pull it off right. Oh. You know? But uh, anyway. I was, I was very impressed by him. And I just Kiffin has the machismo, the, the it factor, the, the thing that gets kids to come to the school and buy into it. But and he's, he's got to have good coaches how, around him. How many, uh, he's got a toxic personality, though. What He will eventually get sideways with administrators. Administrators with the ADs. Oh, Colin, everybody says he's matured. He's matured. Yeah, no, no, that's not who he is. No, he's a great coach, a great motivator. Or, I mean, I want to say great coach. He's he's an innovative coach. He's an offensive mind. He's a good recruiter. He's a grading dickbag. And he's eventually going to get sideways with everybody. Wayne Kiffin is bigger than his body. Yeah. He is going to fuck a lot of housewives in Oxford, <laughs> Mississippi, though. That I will. I, that I'm sure of. And several sorority girls. <laughs> Yeah, he is going to plow through some of that uh, Ole Miss defense, but mm-hmm. maybe not on the field. Yeah. Yeah, let's just, just you know, hey, you're going to make a prediction that Pittman's gone in three years. I'm going to make a prediction that Lane Kiffin will have come in every woman in Oxford mm-hmm. uh, in three years. So you don't think he wears protection? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's what I'm alluding to, yes. <laughs> okay. He doesn't have to. He'll, he'll have them fucking overflowing to the brim with Hodges. <laughs> it's a fair guess. Um, it could happen. I don't think there's a good do it. I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's not an if, it's a win, Brennan. Well, Wayne Kiffin is at Oxford for three years too. He either gets fired in three years or he's so fucking good that he gets hired somewhere else yeah. in three years. I'm telling you what, you know what I think Lane coaching Kiffin, at Ohio State. I think his long game is he is waiting for Nick Saban's untimely demise or timely demise. I don't know, his demise. <laughs> We've talked about, hey, drink unicorn blood. I'm not sure he will ever die. I don't know if Nick Saban will ever die, but he certainly will quit coaching at some point. He well, looks like he, he will own care. that fucking program till he's dead though and there's no way he will let fucking alabama hire lane kiffin <laughs> yeah i know but it, you, you forget pro- fucked his daughter <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep in mind though how fast even legends lose their importance when they're no longer there they fire bear bryant yeah exactly <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's true bear bryant yeah well, so i don't think i don't even think lane kiffin fucked his daughter no <laughs> <laughs> it's, who knows? No, the I, mean, I don't want to rule it out. The jury's still out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she was a 58 year old mother of four, but he still did it. He had to. Yeah. He's that big of an SEC fan. <laughs> yeah. So he, anyway, he's bringing his visor. <laughs> it does. Mean. He's bringing his visor to Ole Miss. Drinkowitz is a visor guy. Barry uh, Odom wasn't. We skipped a generation in visors. Well, I Drinkowitz mean, a strong visor man. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that's, um, I fucking hate visors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I have a disdain for my wife was talking about this the other day because she got a gift bag from somebody and had a vi- golf visor in it. She's like, I know how you feel about these. I'm like, yeah, douchebags wear visors. Yeah, that's that's how that. Well, goes. I've got two. Uh, I've got two or three visors at my house, and none of them have ever been worn. I've never owned a visor. No, I take that back. Sometimes it gets really, really hot, and I'm mowing the grass. Mm-hmm. I'll put the visor on so I, the top of the head can get a little air. How how much air could you be getting? I don't know, but I do I, mean, I do go visor. I've got a Mizzou visor I wear when mowing grass. So yeah. Caleb, don't come by my house when I'm mowing grass on a super hot day. Come at him. I don't think I don't think it works that way. I think your head gets hotter. You have dark hair and there's a lot of it. Yeah, I think that's you're true. Letting, I think you're letting your head get hotter by using that visor. I, I'm just, I, know, I, know I like the, Caleb's right. I'm, uh, I'm with Caleb on this one. A lot of people don't know what the Mazodcast crew looks like. I'm going to tell you this right now. We all have wonderful hair. Say what you will about the rest of us, top <laughs> we, to bottom. Yeah, we are we are paunchy. Yeah. We are not attractive. We no, are not smart. We are not smart, but we goddamn it, we have magnificent Penises heads are of hair. average at best. 
at best. Go, and you know, go toe, go toe to toe with anybody in the hair department. It kind of tells you how much how great Kirk Farmer's hair is because we've got three amazing heads of hair in this room, and we're still impressed. And with we are very impressed with Kirk Farmer's hair. Yeah, it's really a, a crime that we are not ho- um, sponsored by a moose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, Dallas, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Caleb's hair. You can't get a comb through it. Forget no. it. No, he usually uses a fish bone. <laughs> yeah. I'm but, always, I'm always giggle about Clay Travis bragging about his little mop. He's thin mop he's got on top of his head and how he thinks it's the greatest thing ever out of a man that age fuck his hair it's nothing <laughs> that's right i mean no finer follicles than around the mazodcast no, microphones I'm not, and then, I'm not afraid to, i'm not ashamed to admit it and there's not a flaw amongst us no the three of us all of us have all of it still left it's yeah. still planted firmly in our heads and wavy and shiny and beautiful god i yeah. tell you what there's two things i notice when i'm walking around campus these days and that is is that Girls tend to be a little heftier than they were when I was in college. <laughs> heftier. There's a fucking 90s reference. It's not a 90s reference. It just proves college fucking old. I'm just trying to, say, trying to find a nice way to say fucking fat. So I no, call, them, says <laughs> call them hefty. So, <laughs> anyway. And uh, I don't know if I just didn't notice when I was younger, but boy, there are a lot of fellas losing their hair very early. Yeah, I think what it is is I think you're noticing uh, maybe the future hair loss because that's what I see is I see a kid with really thin wispy mm-hmm. blonde hair that just like flows this way and that and I mean I'm like there's a bunch of dudes out there named Tyler with no hair yeah <laughs> or, <laughs> or Caleb with a K yeah a lot of Bretts yeah <laughs> but the, you can just see their hair is not going to stick around yeah, maybe that's what and when is. I was that young I was naive I didn't know whose hair was going to stay and whose was going to go yeah. yeah well you know girls girls hefty boys balding yeah that's so what I see on campus the future is nice <laughs> <laughs> we are off the rails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Where were we? Well, you don't pay for this content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's right. On Patreon, you will yeah. pay for extra good content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, join our Patreon, by the way. It's the best. Yep. Patreon.com slash Mizodcast. It's cheap and beautiful, and you'll get hot takes like this. Hey there, Peloton subscribers. Barry Odom here. Looks like old Sturk's having trouble finding a replacement for old Barry. Ain't so easy. Can't get nothing but a bunch of thimble dicks to show up. Well, I'm the one laughing now, sitting down here in Jamaica sandals, smoking the finest jazz cabbage my buyout can afford. I tell you what, M-I-Z, I wish you all the luck. See you in the funny papers. If you've ever sent somebody send nudes, we'll do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. Caleb will send nudes whether you request them or not. Yes. <laughs> he sends them to random phone numbers sometimes just to wait to see if they bounce back. Yeah, I'm like that defensive lineman going unabated to the quarterback. I'll just come at you. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, one of the funnest things in the world to do, and I know Brendan has done this, is if you ever get a random text message oh, from someone who obviously doesn't Intended knows, it for someone yeah, else. Yeah, they don't know you. It's a wrong number, and you can just fuck with them for a long time. I remember one guy One guy was trying to buy tires from Brendan, and he had him so mad by the time uh, he was done. He was ready to fight him. He was doxing me. He was trying to find my address, and it was like looking me up somehow. And I'm like... I'm on, pretty, pretty kept trying to trade him hand jobs for time. No, what it was? Here's what it was. Here, here's how it went. That's not. That's not the story. Something like that. Well, here's here's the thing. I do think if you get a, a text from a random number that is clearly just a you know yeah. wrong number, wrong number. And if you write back, sorry man, wrong number, you're committing a crime. You're wasting an opportunity. And <laughs> sure, the opportunity sure. is. I this. know that's your stance. So this guy wanted to buy tires or something, buy a new car or something. When yeah. and I was like. Uh, Sure, man. Yeah, that sounds great. I get you a good deal. Um, for, if you're throwing a BJ, 
<laughs> and the guy's like, what are you talking about? It was the top? And he, I just answer his tire question and be like, but, you know, let's get back to that BJ. Yeah, and like, I kept, kept basically insinuating that if he would give me a BJ, <laughs> the price would be better. Yeah, he'd get a much better deal. And the guy started getting ferociously mad <laughs> because he wasn't on there to talk about giving blowjobs to <laughs> random guys. He was trying to buy tires. Yeah. And so, yeah. But he was, was trying to explain <laughs> they're one and the same. Yeah, look, we're both trying to deal with tires here. <laughs> I'm just throwing a little bit of a curveball in the mix, and you're not dealing properly with it. Yeah. Anyway, the guy didn't like it. He tried to look me up, and I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. So you don't want my tire. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But anyway, that's just one example of many. Yeah, I don't know that he uh, – I, I think it wasn't the tires as much that he didn't want to give you a blowjob. <laughs> that hurts my feelings. Really. Yeah, really. It yeah. just hurts my feelings. He'd seen your hair. Yeah. If you don't want to give a guy a blowjob for a good set of Cooper tires, you're not in the right business here. Yeah. You obviously don't care about your uh, attraction. You don't care, yeah, you don't care about your, your – Or your family's probably. health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Safety. his wife's vehicle probably. And if it takes giving a blowjob to a man for a good set of fucking BFG Wranglers, <laughs> you've got to do it. <laughs> It's all about being practical. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so coaches. Yeah, coaches. We're not going to a bowl game. Uh, we have a new football coach who we know very little about, despite everybody pretending like they know a great deal. Sure. Uh, we have – Kale Garrett's gone. Jordan Elliott is leaving. Mm-hmm. It appears that uh, – Albert O is gone. Albert O is gone. It appears that uh, Tyler Beatty made some sort of cryptic thing about it. It's been nice, Mizzou, or something like that. Did you mm-hmm. see this? Yeah, day, I saw that. And, but he still hasn't entered enter the transfer portal. So. No, but it seemed to indicate that he yeah. was looking to head out. But I think that's, that's a mistake. That's a shame. I really like him. Well, and I, just fast. look at look – at, Crockett, like it doesn't amount to you. Got to be kind of, especially as a running back. Yeah, I mean they're kind of a dime a dozen. You yep. got to really stand out. You know, I think he needs a year to really well, shine. And I feel like uh, the the uh, if 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 all the experts, quote unquote, are to be believed, that Drinkowitz, what he do, what he brings to the table is an exciting, high powered offense. Mm-hmm. You know, a Beatty can look pretty good, especially the guy with his skill set in that offense. Yeah. Um, uh, my um, question is, I guess, who is going to be the starting quarterback for Drinkowitz next year? We got that kid who's a TCU transfer, but he's kind of a chronic transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Blazelak looked good in the, I don't know, five minutes we got to see of him before he destroyed his knee. Destroyed his uh, MC. He won't ACL. be back well, to play next year. Because of, because of the injury? Yeah. I mean, he'll be back at Mizzou, but I don't think he'll play next year. Really? It takes that long? Well, it yeah. depends on what you – I mean, if, if it's just his ACL, you're looking at 9 to 12 months. Yeah, I thought he was going to be back at the beginning of the season next year. I, I know. No, I, I, just – they won't rush him. They'll let him They'll let him redshirt it and and stay that long, But I it think. can depend, too. He won't be back to play. There's an MCL, there's ACL, and a PCL, and sometimes it all – you know, you can if you can tear more than one of them, and or you, one's worse than the other. I mean, I don't know. I have Hulu Live. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about injuries to yeah. your legs. I yeah. thought they were talking about streaming yeah. services. No, no. Anyway, yeah. So uh, that was a, a bum deal because the kid did look good in what we little we saw of him. So I don't know who Drinkowitz will have starting. He well, whoever is, he is, I hope he doesn't plow our tight end's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that is something that wouldn't help the offense gel. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wouldn't. But Barry Odom to Arkansas. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that uh, he will have sex? Success as a coordinator. I think he'll have lots of I sex. I think he'll have sex too. Right? <laughs> I imagine he will. But do you think he'll have success as a coordinator in Arkansas, a team that is at rock bottom right now? I don't know if you can have. Uh, this sounds terrible coming from a Mizzou fan, but I don't know if you can have that much success at Arkansas anymore. When's the last time they were successful at football? Petrino. Were they successful then? Well, I mean, they went to a Cotton Bowl. I mean, they had some measure of success. Yeah, remind, yeah, and, and Houston Nutt gave them some success. You know, they went to a Cotton Bowl then. We beat them, of course. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't 
it's been such a long time. It's hard to turn something around at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Wouldn't count Arkansas out. They're a big enough program. They got enough money. They got deep enough pockets. It's really what it boils down to is I. I don't. I'm not sure that the powers that be at Arkansas have any fucking brains. I mean, I think about their coaching. You know what I mean? Like even Columbia, you have St. Louis and Kansas City pretty close to it. But when you go to school at Fayetteville, you just have fucking Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to get somebody to go there, but I don't know. I just, I think about them hiring Brett Belima and then they, and now they, they, they hired who this fucking guy, this Chad Morris. And now they hired fucking this dildo. I'm like, who's in charge right now is what I, I guess. Well, I'll tell you I what ask. about Ch- Chad Morris. He's the only coach, I would say, in the time we've been doing the Mazzotcast, that if you put his face up in a lineup, mm-hmm. I don't know I could pick Chad Morris out. Yeah. He did nothing to establish himself in my brain. I mean, probably a lot of people feel that way about Barry Odom. Sure. But, I mean, fuck, Chad Morris was a zero burger. I mean, no. absolutely nothing. I mean, honestly, I think that's ultimately the damning, most damning thing about Barry Odom was he was a zero burger. He just he inspired no enthusiasm. He squandered opportunity, and uh, now we got a new coach. Yeah, and speaking of our new coach, he's been doing a lot of hiring himself. He just hired Alabama Birmingham's tight ends coach Casey Woods to join his staff. Uh, he hasn't said exactly what the role will be, but he's adding to um, a number of people who have been hired by Drinkowitz. He worked for Drinkowitz at both Auburn and Arkansas State, and has been at UAB the last three years as their yeah. I mean, coach. on top of the uh, on the top of the four mil that Mizzou gave. Uh, Drinkwitz, the, the the his coach's pool uh, salary pool is over five million dollars. So mm-hmm. kudos to Mizzou. I've, I've broken their balls mercilessly about being super fucking cheap, and they didn't go cheap. No, no, and and I don't don't think they can. I mean, they spent a hundred million dollars on that South End Zone. If they want to be, I mean, even at four million, they're still not in the top half of the SEC coaching salaries. But SEC coaching salaries are far above everything else that everybody else has. Well, and like that 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 that. Over five million dollars in his in his assistance pool. I mean, that's that's a commitment to the program. Yeah, and uh, so he's retained a couple members of the um, staff and gotten rid of others. Yeah, I know everybody was fucking bemoaning the loss of Andy Hill. I'm just like, mm-hmm. great. Andy Hill's a good guy. He's been a Tiger for a long time, but. I think it's it was time for this program to move on. Well, I think he'd been there what seventeen years, and yeah, we're just I mean, saying that like guys don't stick around that long. It's almost a relic, you know. And and people didn't want to fire him because he was a good guy, but that's not really why you hang on to these coaches. Well, and that's they what make I mean. Like sense. I still think about like Pat Ivy or whatever his name was, who's the fucking weightlifting coach who was in the middle of that fucking quagmire mm-hmm. that was the protest. Oh, people are still it. talking about wanting to bring Pat Ivy back. And that's my thing. I'm like, you talk about a divisive person. You get to keep the fuck away from the program. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but that guy had too, his for a fucking strength and conditioning coach, he had his fucking hand a little too firmly on the rudder. And that's what I'm saying. Like when people talk about wanting to bring him back, I'm like, fuck that. The guys that Drinkwitz is retaining is uh, Brick Haley, David Gibbs, and Ryan Walters. Those are three guys. I think maybe the only three from the Odom administration that are sticking around. Chip Walters? <laughs> Not Chip Walters. I, know that. I wish it was fucking Chibby. I God, know you do. <laughs> Damn. I was getting really excited there for a minute. Fucking winner Chip Walters is. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm doing a disservice here, guys. Chip Walters is a 90s reference, and <laughs> I'd be foolish for not recognizing that. Sure. I told Colin yesterday, me and Colin were together hanging out watching Chiefs football yesterday, and I let him know on the way home, we listened to Mizzou play basketball, that if we had a team full of Jason Sutherlands, we'd win basketball games. Yeah. 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 Yep. We haven't had anything like that in a while. I mean, Brian Grower was kind of that way as well. 
guys who you uh, only liked because they were on your team, you would fucking hate them if they were on the other team. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, guys you don't want to see on the other team, Drew Locke played against the Kansas City Chiefs as a Denver Broncos starting quarterback. Uh, he had a great first start, and then he played in the snow at Kansas City, his old hometown. Well, he was 2-0 and in two starts. Man. He was 2 Well, did he start this first? I guess he did, yeah. Yeah, he says this yeah, was he his did. third start. Yeah, so anyway, Drew Locke uh, didn't do much in the snow in Kansas City. Of course, he was going up against the Chiefs defense, which suddenly all of a sudden good. Yeah, inexplicably. After uh, 11 games of not being that. But oh, I, it's 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 fun to see uh, Drew do well. I, I'm going to root for him every time he's not playing the AFC West. Yeah, and I was actually wanting to make sure he stayed healthy because those snow games, I mean, they, we always talked about how Drew Locke, when he ran especially, looked like Bambi running on a frozen pond. That is mm-hmm. not his forte. He is a guy who launches the football and launches it far, and it's just not the situation to see him shine. But – as a Chiefs fan, I wasn't too upset about it, but I am hoping that Drew Locke is successful. He's looked great up until, well, I guess, Sunday. Yeah, when he got drafted by Denver, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Anyone but Denver? You know I know. I mean? Like, there's an entire NFC he could have gone to, and I've been tickled to death. I don't understand how he went to the second round. I feel like the NFL is, does a horrible job of picking quarterback talent. I say Lamar Jackson is fucking plenty of proof of that. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, Trubinsky, who is the starter for Chicago oh, Bears. I mean, what were the fuck were they thinking? Well, you know, the crazy thing about Trubisky is, is they're still trying to push that turd uphill. Like, they're not going to take him out of the game. Like, oh, he's figuring it out. He's fine. It's like, he's figuring it, his figuring it out is getting to become Alex Smith. Like, that's mm-hmm. his ceiling. You know, yeah. like, oh, boy, if he could just manage a game. I'm like, that's why you drafted him first overall, was right. to become a game fucking manager. Are you <laughs> shitting right. me? Yeah, to win games 14 to 10, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, it just drives me crazy because you do see guys like Chase Daniel sit in obscurity at being a backup, and you mm-hmm. hope that Drew Locke didn't turn into one of those. But he sat there through the first round, did not get picked up, watched shitty guys get picked up ahead of him, and uh, I hope he just puts it on and uh, makes all those guys who didn't pick him in the first round eat crow. Mm-hmm. The only bad thing is it'll make John Elway look good and fuck that guy. Yeah, it is something that it pulls you in different directions, no doubt. Yeah, what I really want is there to be some sort of massive like problem that he he force he wants a trade like demands a trade and he yeah. gets one. Yeah, like that's that's what I'm praying for. Well, guys, what do you say we take our final break for the day? Come back, do some Kansas news, and uh, talk about the bowl season coming up. This is the Mazatcast. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Seems like it was only yesterday. (laughs) Do you want to increase your performance and get extra confidence in the bedroom? I know that I do. Need anything I can get? (laughs) I do not have a large penis. (laughs) No, it's sad. We share the same genetics. We've been shortchanged. Yeah, it was not Well, I've got news for you and for all of our listeners. Good news. And that is BlueChew.com. That's right, BlueChew.com. Mmm, sounds like dog medicine. It's not dog medicine. It's dong pills. So what you're saying is we're now one of those podcasts sponsored by dong pills. You better believe it. Great. Yes. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with an FDA approved. This is not pseudoscience bullshit. My dick will be the judge of that. <laughs> Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works. So if you conceivably want to drive a 16-penny nail through a 2x4 with your cock, Blue Chew is for you. What if you want an erection so hard that a cat couldn't scratch it? Well, then Blue Chew is for you. What if you want your erection to be so hard it's like a diamond in an ice storm in Greenland? (laughs) Well, Blue Chew is for you. Fair enough. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty, and since they are chewable, they work twice as fast as the other pills. 
so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. <laughs> <laughs> I see what they did there, Blue yeah, Chew. Yeah. Well, what if you have no teeth, Colin? Well, <laughs> bad question, dickhead. <laughs> All right, so. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR, just pay $5 shipping. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. That's right. Dong pills. <laughs> Dong pills. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Look, guys, I, I don't want to. I don't want to seem too uh, optimistic here, but uh, the last the last three years have been hot garbage. Hot, hot garbage. And all I'm saying is, is we got to give this up and comer a chance. I mean, he seems like a decent coach. We need to spice it up. So why not go for this guy? I know there's going to be a ton of people saying, "Oh, Barry Odom, he was doing okay. He was doing all right." We don't. We don't want all right. We want a higher standard. So let's give this guy a shot. M-I-Z. Howdy there. This here is Daniel at Silver Dollar City. Got a prediction for next year. I think that we are going to go 7-5, and five, and uh, every single time we lose, every goddamn Odom supporter is going to say, Huh? See? Fucking Odom would have lost his game because he's so smart. Man in the black leather like a black panther Making black better, that's a black power thing Black measures for the black people Times are blacker than they ever been Gangster, hero, don't need zeros And we are back This one's called Shut Your Mouth And it's from the artist I Am M They sent their music to us at Nazodcast at gmail.com You can do the same thing We will get your band's live music on the air So send it in, we're happy to play it for you as we do every episode, it's time to bring you news from Kansas. Well, I always heard there were three kinds of suns in Kansas. Sunshine, sunflowers, sons of bitches. This is Kansas News. First story of the day, you want $15,000? Move to Topeka, Kansas. <laughs> I don't want $15,000 that bad. I don't either. I really would could use $15,000. Sure. Well, the state capital is ready for some That's like $150,000 in Topeka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kansas money, which as we all know, Caleb, what is Kansas money? It's fucking prairie dog pelts. <laughs> That's right. It is prairie dog pelts. It's, uh, the exchange rate is always hard to figure. Uh, in the last nine years, the population of Shawnee County, Kansas has barely fluctuated. It's only dropped by about 500 people the size of a long high school graduation ceremony due to stagnant growth in the state's capital city, Topeka. In an effort to pump some blood into the region and the city's buzzing downtown, local officials are launching a pay-to-move plan where people willing to relocate and work in Topeka will be paid up to $15,000. I feel like this up is not to. the... Well, this is not the first time we've had stories where pe- people in Kansas are paying people to move in. I mean, obviously, no one wants to be there, and they're doing everything they can. I don't know. We'll find out why it's up to. You might remember Vermont trying its hand in a similar method last year. The Green Mountain State tried to give its census a kick in the pants with a $10,000 stipend for anyone willing to move and work there. And the stipends were even awarded to those who relocated but still work from home. So far, it's working. 300 people have moved to Vermont. 120 of them are workers. 
workers and the average age is 37, which helps combat the state's senior population. The best way to do that, do that too, would be like if you were engaged or if you had a long-term girlfriend that you just weren't married to yet, you'd be mm-hmm. like, let's both move there. We'll both get 10 grand and then we'll get married once we're there. Right. Well, I would just go to Vermont and get paid in maple syrup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you would. Go to Vermont, become a Bernie bro. I'd rather have maple syrup than prairie dog pelts, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. The Kansas program called Choose Topeka, cleverly, is a joint effort between Go Topeka, the Greater Topeka Partnership, and the Joint Economic Development Organization. The coalition will match employer funds for residents, 10000 for renters, 15000 for new homeowners, as part of a larger plan to build an international community. They're hoping 50 to 75 families move in, which might sound light if you're from New York or California, but in Shawnee County, that could revitalize a region. Hmm. Well, it needed to be vitalized before it can be revitalized. It's, uh, there's only like 8.6 million people in New York City, so... Yeah, no, they're almost there. Yep. Kansas woman's naughty Christmas light display turns off some in her Lenexa neighborhood. There's a Christmas light display that's definitely on the naughty list in suburban Johnson County. In fact, this display is for mature audiences only. It's a bit graphic. Well, it looks like a penis, said mm. Marcello Vergara. A big juicy hog. <laughs> a giant lit up penis. Until Tuesday, Marcella and his wife, Christy Varaga, hadn't seen the display that's lighting up some people in the Whispering Hills neighborhood. Well, it's certainly a statement, Vergara said. I don't know to what, but probably not appropriate for this neighborhood. Questions have been surrounding the monstrosity sitting on one family's roof formed by 60 feet of lights. Could it be a guitar? Maybe a sleigh? The neighborhood's vibe's kind of gone down because everybody's so uptight, creator Shelby Gash said. We asked the 24-year-old what it is. It's a giant glowing dick. Shelby responded, so I guess they got to the bottom of that. Yeah, well, you know. So the uh, answers are earlier If you've question. seen the pictures, and like, really, it's crudely drawn. Yeah. I mean, there's not even a vein in it. Like, well, if you really want to do this right, Brandon, you get some a, a string of, like, blue strand lights, and you run it right through the bottom of it, you know, with a little, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's do it. You yeah. know, and you make the fucking head out of purple lights. I mean, this is just one big, giant, white light, lighted cock. I mean, there's no blue veins. There's no purple head. Can we talk about the person who put it up? Her last name is Gash. <laughs> <laughs> people think it's hilarious shelby said people are stopping in the middle of the night talking about it and taking photos people think it's so much fun i think there's a lot more laughter than it bringing anything else making people uncomfortable but neighbors have been turned off by the image it's a joke that wears out pretty quickly marcello said yeah i don't think it's appropriate for kids well first of all i mean how weak are these kids they can't a light up penis nobody's going to appreciate it more than children they're obviously not checking their kids youtube history mm-hmm. i think it's probably not in the christmas spirit Marcello said, now we've got to move on. Let's get on. So, uh, I mean, just check your kid's YouTube history and you're going to be like, oh, that's the penis on top of that roof's fine. I mean, he's yeah. been watching cuckolding. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. What basically looks like a crude light bright is not going to do anything for this kid. <laughs> Kansas massage parlor owner charged with allowing sex acts. A, 60- no <laughs> a suburban Kansas man has owned and operated three massage parlors and is indicted on interstate prostitution charges. Chung Kui Wu, age 61, of Overland Park is charged with one count of transportation with intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct. Prosecutors allege she allowed employees at two massage parlors in Olathe and one in Leewood to perform sex acts with customers for tips. That's not the Asian massage parlors I know. Wu was arrested in November after an undercover operation at her massage parlor. She's scheduled to be arraigned on Friday if convicted she faces up to 10 years in prison for hand jobs 
Wow. I mean, here, wasn't it just the... Uh, Maybe Lord? they figured she liked giving him so much, the best thing to do was send her to a women's prison where she couldn't give any. <laughs> yeah, that's a punishment. <laughs> wasn't it a kid in Lawrence who was vigorously defending the right of people to get hand jobs at massage parlors? We heard the audio of that. It was horrific. Yeah, we've really come full circle. Here they are facing 10 years in prison for doing it, and this kid was so passionate about getting his massage parlor hand jobs down in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a debate that rages on in the Kansas that's community. therapy. It is physical therapy. I mean, Colin talked about the massages he was willing to give to our Patreon listeners last time we were yep. on the show. And uh, it sounds a little familiar to what this guy's being charged with today. Yeah, well. Colin does them for free, though, so. <laughs> That's right. It's, yeah. not, it's not illegal unless you charge him, Brennan. Yeah. Well, you definitely you provide extra service. That's right. Unasked for, unwanted, <laughs> extra service. Caleb, uh, you have any information on uh, the bowl game Kansas is going to have this year? Yeah, it's... Uh... It's a fucking soup bowl. Shitty, shitty soup bowl. It's one of those bread bowls. Yeah. Something from Pernera bread or something. Yeah, I think they had three wins in the year. Huge successful first season for Les Miles. They're going to get one of those bread bowls that they put like that sour cream and onion dip in the middle of, and you tear pieces of the bowl out. They're all going to eat it. Les is going to wear a cool hat. (laughs) He only eats grass. Yeah. So we don't know enough about uh, Coach Drinkowitz to really say uh, what he's going to be like, but uh, we do hope to have Coach Barry Odom on soon to talk about what he's going to do down in Arkansas, what his experience has been like between jobs. We really do want to hear from Coach Odom, and uh, we'll bring him to you soon. And maybe Coach uh, Drinkowitz? Well, hopefully I mean, we can get Drinkowitz on I here. I mean, I, I mean, we haven't reached out yet, but we, we're That's a good point. I mean, obviously he doesn't know anything about us, which is his best, which is our best chance of getting him on the sure, show. Sure, sure. Him not knowing what I we are. I think we uh, ingratiated ourselves to Barry Odom when he came here by sending him a 12-pack of stag beer. We did. We sent him a stag, 12-pack of stag beer with a Mazadcast sticker slapped on it. And uh, he immediately thanked us, uh, followed us on Twitter, and then a week later got rid of both. We figured out what we were. <laughs> And no one can fault the guy. <laughs> no, no, no one can fault the guy. No. All right, Caleb, have you got any uh, holiday greetings for the crew? I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> all right, I don't have nothing either. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and all that. M I Z Z O U. Go Tigers! I fucking hate visors. <laughs> <laughs>